This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project. The information provided or any opinions expressed in this show are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from an authorised financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge by calling 0800 878 You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Real Wealth, and it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the studio, in the hot seat, so to speak, Trudy Vossen from the Stewart Group in Hastings. How are you going, Trudy? I'm fantastic, thank you, Ken. How about yourself? Oh, I'm not quite fantastic, but... You look I, I feel better, all the better for seeing you. Do I really? Yeah, you do no. actually. You're one of the very few people who'd say that about me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we digress. We're here today to talk all about insurance. But before we get there, if we want any good financial advice, who do we come and see? Uh, you come and see us at Stewart Group. We're based at 204 Caramu Road in Hastings. And you're not just about insurance, although your speciality is insurance. Mm-hmm. What else do you do there? Uh, we Big on KiwiSaver, any advice you need on that, on investments, retirement planning, business insurance, personal insurance, we've got it all covered there. I was talking to Nick Stewart last week when we recorded a program on capital gains tax, and I I have to tell everyone who comes in that the best thing I ever did was talk to you about KiwiSaver. Good. I've made more money (laughs) since I spoke to you in January. And it didn't cost you any more? cost me nothing. No. And that's the great thing about coming to see you guys for advice. It's free. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad. Yeah, And it wasn't that painful, was it, in the end? It wasn't that painful. I was was just sort of (laughs) contemplating. I was talking to my wife last night about it. And we said, you know, do you think we should go into that slightly higher level, that higher risk level? Is that worth a look, do you think, at my age? Definitely worth a look and coming, having a chat with us. Mm, Yeah, definitely. Okay, today we want to talk about do we need insurance in our 20s? And I would guess that most 20-year-olds would say, nah. I, I think you're right. They probably do, unless, you know, they, they and some people do get married younger yes. um, or have a mortgage, but a lot of people are footloose and fancy-free and bulletproof. Yeah. Did you have insurance when you were in your 20s? Probably not. I can hardly <laughs> remember back that far, Ken. It was only about 16 years ago, wasn't it? Stop it. <laughs> um, but there, there are particular cases where it is worth, uh, thinking about and it was just something I wanted to talk about today in terms of you know when would it be appropriate for somebody in their 20s to have insurance well you would say all the time though I think it's really good for people to think about um, why it would be important and a lot of people wouldn't consider the fact that in your 20s you're possibly a lot more insurable than in your 30s mm-hmm. 40s and 50s because you potentially had less time for things to go wrong with your body. Yeah. Um, you could also say that um, there's a particular product, life product, um, where you can lock in your premiums, say, at a certain age. So if you were to lock in a premium for a 25-year-old um, through to age 65, so you say, I'm going to take out 250000 yeah. life cover, and that premium stays the same from age 25 to 65, I mean, you're looking at around about... 
$6 a week. It's nothing. Which is nothing. You pay a little bit more at the beginning, mm. but over that 40-year period, you'd be saving about $15,000. That's worthwhile. It's six worth, bucks, it's a cup so of that $6 at the start will still be $6 at the end. Yeah. Um, but if you went on the regular uh, renewable term, your premiums would be looking at about $47 a week. So it's a huge, huge difference. You get the most out of it by buying that young. Yes. What about if I look at insurance and I don't have any dependents? Is there much point in me doing that? Well, again, a lot of people might have some debt to cover. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also the cost of a funeral. Um, I think eventually we kind of cut the apron strings with our parents. They can't be responsible for paying for everything. (laughs) That would be nice. Um, And so in a... A funeral could easily be sort of five or ten thousand dollars, and again, you think you're bulletproof. But we have had claims where people have um, taken out insurance, and perhaps that's been enough. Um, even a small amount, fifty or a hundred thousand, that's enough to bring a body home. Mm. I know it's not the nicest no. subject, um, or to fly family over to bring that home. And that's quite a lot of money uh, for a family to have to spend. And yet they, you know that they would want that. Of course. Um, so think, just things like that, or any debt you might have, any credit card, and it's all very well saying, well, that's not my problem. But yeah. I think kind of when you start to grow up, you realise that um, you kind of have to be a little bit more responsible and accountable. You're smiling like, oh, no. is that because you haven't grown up yet? <laughs> no, I'm, that's what my wife would say as well. But I was listening to a... Uh, a competing radio station, for want of a better word, over the weekend, and they were mm. talking about health insurance. Yes. And the guy who was uh, being interviewed was saying that he now pays $540 premium. And I thought, oh, that's not bad for a year, but the, he's paying that a month yep. because he's, he's well into his 60s. Yes. That's a lot of money. It, well, it is a lot of money. Um, luckily, we're talking about people yeah. in their 20s today. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got to think um, about it moving Yeah, forward. you do have to think about it. I mean, certainly um, for just sort of something like hospital cover, which is just sort of surgeries, that kind of thing, you'd be looking at about $11 mm. premium a week. For uh, And I've just chosen a 25-year-old as a sort of a starting point. Um, and that obviously would, as you said, increase potentially up to sort of 500 yeah. and something depending on the cover that they have. But there are ways to, to keep the premiums down as you get older. I think we've covered it before you can put a higher excess on so mm. that you've still got, if you've got sort of a $20,000 surgery for a knee or a hip or, or something like that and you're paying an excess of, say, 2000 that's not too bad if it keeps your premium down and it keeps your cover in place because you've still got 18000 paid for by the health insurer. Well, if I'm your average 20-year-old and I'm out enjoying my life and we agree that it would be a good idea to have uh, some form of life insurance, what would be enough and what might be too much and what might not be enough? Ah, well, that's, yeah, it's one of those ones that you know I'm, yeah. I can never properly answer because um, it just depends on the circumstances. But I would say... A two hundred and fifty thousand is often a good starting mm-hmm. point if you're thinking about how reasonably priced um, that just level cover we were talking about yeah. at around about six dollars a week. Um, that's quite doable, um, but you could also look at other types of cover as well. If you're working, you might want to um, give yourself some disability cover. That's sort mm-hmm. of a monthly benefit. 
that's paid out to help uh, cover income loss. So if you're not on ACC, for instance, um, you still maybe have rent to pay, bills to pay, and that kind of stops you again having to move back home to your your parents. Yeah, That's a good point that you raised, though, that uh, I think most people think when they have an accident, particularly when they're young, well, don't worry, ACC's got me covered. Is that not the case? Um, it, it will cover a lot of things, but it doesn't always keep covering mm. things. Um, and this is, again, this is a safety net, a bit of a backstop, because you can't have um, an insurance protection claim paid out at the same time as ACC. It's one or the other. But we have people where ACC have paid out for a period of time, and then they've said, no, that's it. We're not going to cover anymore. You know, you this is obviously something different. You need to talk about degeneration. You've probably heard about the wear and tear. Or, yes. Um, and so you're kind of on your own then. I've been a victim of that, actually. Have you? Yeah, I did my shoulder in, and uh, when I went to see the doc, and I said, oh, what about ACC, doc? Yeah. And he said, yeah, 54 yeah. is the age. <laughs> yeah, I was well out. But so we've got to consider that as well. You do have to consider that. And, and also remember getting insurance again younger. I mean, for instance, if, if you were to take out insurance um, at 25 and you had nothing kind of wrong with you, then you would get nice, clean cover, say. Yeah. Um, if you were to take out income protection cover and you maybe had a shoulder injury, you might have that excluded from cover. Mm-hmm. So it's another reason to think about taking out insurance when you're younger. Another thing we talk about quite often is disclosure. I mean, if I was a 20-year-old, I've just been watching uh, some films on free climbing. No ropes. So we take out insurance. Base jumping's your <laughs> yeah. favourite, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get out and do another one of those. But do we need to disclose that to an insurance company? Yeah. We're... Yep. They always ask questions on um, what they call sort of hazardous pursuits yep. or pastimes. Um, along with your occupation, I mean, there can be limitations on people who do dangerous jobs like um, our firemen or mm. policemen. Um, so you do need to disclose it, and they may exclude it from cover. Does it, yeah, I was going to say, does yeah. that make a difference to yeah. uh, the policy? Yeah, it doesn't necessarily. I mean, it doesn't necessarily cost you any more. It may just be that they will not cover you if you're injured in a certain way, uh, doing something in particular. Okay, talk us through the procedure. I come in to see you, and I know it's going to be free advice, and that's yes. wonderful. Um, we sit down, we're having a cup of coffee. What would you be asking me? What sort of things would I be asking mm-hmm. you? Um, I'd, I'd be looking at where you are now, what, what you kind of is happening in your life, and, and where you plan to be. So then we'd be looking to kind of build in a sort of an insurance plan around that. Um, so if you're looking to buy a house, that kind of thing, to make sure that you don't have a loss um, of income that may get in the way of that or if you're planning to have a family um, all those sorts of things and then we would obviously look at your budget as well yep. I mean it's it's all very well me saying you know you need this you need that yep. you want to have a life as well sure what are some of the things that you find that stops people having insurance is it just they're ambivalent about it or they're unaware of it or? I, I actually think it's a kind of a mixture of things probably a little bit of fear in in that they actually don't know and they don't know who to ask and they don't know who to trust I think is Mm. a big thing because I can get like that myself sometimes if I say I need a tradesperson at home and I don't know who's gonna because I'm hopeless I don't know anything about it so I'm completely at somebody's mercy so I think that's a big thing Um, and knowing that it doesn't cost you anything just to come in and have a chat is another um, a, another good point. 
How many insurances would you recommend that a 20-year-old have? Say, we've mentioned life insurance. That's obviously a no-brainer, really. Uh, uh, you've mentioned mortgage, um, uh, sorry, income, income protection. protection. What, what else should I have? Um, the other ones you could look at would be the health insurance that we've talked about. And I'm not necessarily saying mm. you have to have all of them. Um, alongside a product called um, trauma insurance, and that is like a lump sum paid out if you suffer a specified medical condition, and it covers the big ones like cancer, heart attacks, strokes, loss of limbs. I read your article, is it Canny News? Yes. And you had a staggering statistic in there of how much money was paid out. Ah, we did, you're right, yes. 12-month period up to June last year, one point. Three three billion was paid out in claims by insurers. I mean that's incredible, and the percentage paid out of that in life claims was almost forty percent. So it kind of gives you an idea, doesn't yeah. it, about incredible what would be important to have. What about if I get myself insured up to the gunnels and uh, I say, look, I'm heading off overseas. Am I covered when I do that? Well, it's always worth checking with your insurer or advisor um, on a particular policy. Mm. But a lot of the covers are worldwide cover, like life or or trauma insurance that we were talking about. They actually also have, um, like, if you were to suffer a trauma event while you're overseas, they often have a relocation, so they'll pay for you Mm. to come back. Um, when might home. I not be covered? When might not you be covered? So I'm, I'm, I'm heading off and I think, yeah, I've got all this insurance. Uh, there could be particular places that you were going that may not, um, that may be considered dangerous because there are they, there are certain policy exclusions that cover you for being in war zones. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to go to Syria, for instance. So that, again, check with your insurer or your advisor before you head off just to make sure that you know what's covered and what's not. So just to recap what we've been talking about, someone in their 20s, give us three good reasons why we should come and see you and have some insurance. Three good reasons would be uh, get cover while it's cheap and lock it in for a period of time. Um, Make sure that you have um, the right ownership. That's really important. Um, And it would also be about putting a good plan in place for the future so that it's not such a scary, um, unknown thing. Just um, remind our listeners about ownership. What's that all about? Uh, The ownership of the policy is really important because that's who it's going to be paid to. So perhaps if you're still single in your 20s, footloose and fancy free, you may own the policy yourself. That means that the the, uh, payout of anything was to happen if you were to die would go into your estate. So it's important to have a will or you can have it perhaps jointly owned with a parent so the or whoever it was that would look after your affairs if you weren't here. Now, I've been talking about uh, insuring people in their 20s, but let's look at people who are in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s. Is it ever too late? No. I never say it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Ken's always just checking. It's never too it's late, never Ken. Too late. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, because we get older, though, the premiums are always going to be more expensive the premiums are going to be more expensive but you have to remember that your need for cover will change so uh, you perhaps won't need the same level of life insurance um, trauma insurance and as i said there are ways to keeping your premiums down with health cover good on you trudy as always it's been our pleasure to talk with you just remind our listeners want to come and see you at the steward group for any financial advice not just insurance where are you uh, we're based at 204 Karamu Road in Hastings, and our number is 06-878-8961. And all the advice is totally free. See you next time. Thank you, Ken. Bye.
The information provided or any opinions expressed in this show are of a general nature only and should not be construed or relied on as a recommendation to invest in a financial product or class of financial products. You should seek financial advice specific to your circumstances from an authorised financial advisor before making any financial decisions. A disclosure statement can be obtained free of charge by calling 0800 878 961. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a volunteer-based community access station. For more information, go to www.radiokidnappers.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this program available through funding the Access Internet Radio Project.